0: To LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with life coach Monique Scott sitting in for Louis Suzanne and Amy Blackford. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so glad to have you here with us today. And uh, we got a little level of music going on over here, so I've got to turn that off. But uh, Monique, we, we're kind of in an unusual situation. We were expecting to be able to do the show with Louis. Um, Amy Blackford has a meeting with a book publisher today, I had to acknowledge that's a, that's a good thing for her to be missing the show for. Louie was, I was watching his connection online. It was connecting and disconnecting and don't know what's going on there. But hopefully, uh, you know, the computer and all that is okay. We'll find out next Monday, I guess. But it kind of undermines what we were planning to do today. Because we were planning to give you the opportunity to talk to Louie and maybe Amy about astral projection and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, I guess we're just gonna have to put that one off.
1: Maybe next Monday. Maybe next Monday.
0: Yeah. It's. It, it, it's. I guess it's. This is a, a serendipity thing, right? Because here you are ready to be a guest, and now all of a sudden you're stepping into co-host role.
1: <laughs> Such as it is. That's okay. The universe always knows, so it's fine. I
0: get there's got to be a good reason for it, right? Right.
1: Even, right.
0: even if we don't know what it is. So. Exactly. Okay, well, well, we'll just roll with that. Yeah. And it's not like we don't have anything to talk about beyond that, because I did have an email from a listener. Cool. Um, this is somebody who's looking for a little bit of advice. His name is Jason. He says, hello to everyone at the LOA Today team. I just, hey, wanted to th- I just wanted to thank you all for giving me the motivation and know-how to continue my spiritual journey and providing me with the compass that is needed to navigate the ups and downs. I, however, have also been encountering a few setbacks that I find myself still struggling with as time goes on. Mm -hmm. I've watched The Secret time and time again from the time I was introduced when I was 17, I'm 23 now, and have followed the path of law of attraction for what I thought was an open view of thinking and taking appropriate action. Mm -hmm. I have things, major things, um, my fiancé, car, small modest apartment, etc., that I've manifested without knowing, But I do wish for more. I want to give her the small wedding we both desire. I wish for a newer car, stable career, and just to feel like life is beautiful as it should be. I tried the steps before, but as taught from the secret, but it it feels like it's harder to manifest now than it was before. So any Mm -hmm. advice would be very much appreciated. And I thank you all for being such great mentors and helping me. So first of all, Jason, thank you for writing in.
1: Appreciate that.
0: We love that. And you want to take a first shot at it, Monique? I mean, I could just tell from the look on your face, you were like, ready.
1: (laughs) I didn't realize it was showing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like the very first thing that came to mind, of course, I'm putting on my coaching hat. But the very first thing that came to mind was I was wondering, what steps has Jason taken already as opposed to what he's doing now, if it's changed anything at all that makes it Feel more harder or more difficult now. Um, usually, I I feel like when when clients of mine say, "Oh, Monique, it feels like it's harder now." To me, that says resistance, and so I'm wondering what's going on that you are resisting, or maybe he doesn't even realize that he's resisting. He wants to be able to give his fiance the small wedding um, that they desire or she desires. And I think he said another car, right?
0: Right. Yep. He wanted a more, uh, a better car, newer car and a more stable uh, situation in general. And okay. uh, yeah.
1: So one of the things, and I'm sure all of you guys out there, as well as you, Jason, who knows, but I'm just going to give a reminder because sometimes I have to with my own clients <laughs> that um, the law of attraction and manifestation isn't just it and think it and feel it and poof, right, it appears, I believe that um, the law of attraction and manifestation is also us co-creating with God the things that we want, meaning there's some actions that we have to take. Um, What generally has worked for me, Jason, is even if I don't see how those things are going to manifest or how it's going to come to fruition, I just start moving as if it's already happened. I go in with the expectancy of that thing happening. So take example, uh, for example, the small wedding that you want. If you guys have a date in mind, and I'm just throwing something out here, Jason, as an example. So let's say you guys want to have a July wedding. That's only a few months away, right? I still think very doable because it's not like you wanting to have this elaborate wedding in Maui or anything like that. Right. (laughs) Right. So what I would suggest, what I would do, Jason, is I would just start doing little stuff. And when I say little stuff that I can afford, I do mean little stuff, something as small as going to maybe party city or Walmart or wherever, you know, wedding stuff is sold, right. Buying something as small as the wedding cake topper, right? Now, someone might say, what is the point of that? But that is you showing the universe, God, source energy, whatever you decide to call he, she, or it, right? That's you showing, hey, I'm expecting this to show up. I don't have a lot of money that I can spend on this wedding right now, but I can afford a cake topper. And when you're doing that, when you're putting um, steps out there, Jason, that's showing the universe that I don't know how this wedding is going to happen. I don't have a whole lot of money or whatever right now. However, I'm taking the steps to show you that I am expecting you to show up and help me manifest this wedding for me and my fiance by doing something as small as that. And every week or every pay period, I would do that. I would start and I know people say, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And, Walt, you know, I'm sorry if I'm, like, talking too much. No, you're
0: doing fine. You keep right on going.
1: Okay. But what I teach my own clients, Jason, is every time you get an opportunity to show God, the universe, that you're expecting this thing to happen, even if it's something is small, we're going to start with buying the wedding cake topper. Um, I've never been married before, but you're, <laughs> say, you're. I've been engaged quite a few times, but we're not going to talk about that.
0: <laughs> fortunately, I don't think you have to be married in order to know about wedding to, wedding cake toppers. I mean, just my personal opinion. I've only been married once, but you know. <laughs>
1: Right? So I would buy the wedding cake topper. Then maybe your next, um, paycheck or maybe even her next paycheck. You guys can do it together. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting now. Um, you guys can manifest together, right? So maybe she buys the wedding cake topper and when you get paid, let's say you know where you're going to, um, have the wedding. I'm just throwing something out there. So let's just say maybe it's a small church that you guys really, really like. I would go ahead and put myself, put us our wedding on the list, I'm, I'm guessing the church probably has a calendar for stuff like this, right? Go ahead. And you're like, but Monique, I don't even know. Like, I don't have the money. I don't even know if I'm going to have the money. Aha. Uh-huh. That's when you're working with the universe. That's where the law of attraction comes in at, because you're showing, you're taking the steps to show, God. I don't know how this is gonna happen, but I absolutely believe it's gonna happen. And let me show you how how much I believe, God. I believe so much that I'm gonna go ahead and put us on the calendar for July or whatever date I said, right? And I just believe, I know it's gonna happen. And Jason, you will be so surprised, so surprised. And I know you already know this because you've manifested before Right? You'll be so surprised at how God starts to put people, places, things, situations, money, okay, into your path to help you get to the thing that you are getting to. So in terms of the wedding and anything else that you're, you're wanting to manifest, start moving towards that. And if it feels like, oh my gosh, you're super uncomfortable or that's something super big to do, like putting yourself on the calendar or, um, what have you, right? That's what you want because that's exercising your faith. And while you're exercising your faith, don't do it, Jason, as, oh my God, oh my God, I don't know if this is going to happen. Do it. Oh my God, God, this is really going to happen. So
0: excited.
1: <laughs> excited about doing it. What do you think, Walt? I mean, that's what I, I, I love just- it. Doing, oh yeah. I,
0: I-, I think you nailed it. That's really good. I mean, I can add some stuff, but that was. That was beautifully stated. I think it's exactly right. And I think the best part was when you, when you took the side of, yes, this is going to happen. You did it so enthusiastically. I mean, everybody could hear the enthusiasm in your voice. That's feeling it. I mean, yes. it's one thing to say, okay, I feel it. I feel it. It's another thing to say,
1: I feel it.
0: It's a different yeah. kind of feeling. Yeah.
1: Because of yeah, wedding. Like it's, a, it's exciting. It's the next new chapter in your life with mm-hmm. you and, you know, well, her and her him and his fiance, right? You should be excited again. Even if something as small as buying a wedding topper that may not be any more than, I don't know, 10 or $15, it doesn't even matter. You're doing small steps to lead you towards the goal, right? And that's really what it's all about, Jason. No matter if you're wanting a better car, pick out a car. At first, my clients think I'm crazy until it manifests. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: I say, if you already know what car you want, Jason, don't worry about the money. That's literally not your concern. God didn't say, hey, you know, I need you to figure it all out because if, if that's the case, then what are we manifesting? Why do we need him involved if we've got it all figured out, right? So if you know that there's a better car that you want, look for the car, find the car, go test drive the car. And just believe that you're going to get that car, and again, you'll start to see God put things into place almost magically. Right? That's the way it feels to me. It almost feels like magic, Walt. It does start happening, but a lot of times it's so natural that mm-hmm, we exactly. think, "Well, that might have happened anyway." No, that's totally God. That's totally God. So I'm hoping that my little two cents helped you, Jason. What What do you have to add, Walt?
0: Well, I can think of a few things. Um, first thing I want to do is I want to recommend to Jason, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to do our usual promo, too, because the two blend together really, really nicely. This is the ultimate segue. But, uh, yeah, one of the things that we – most recently added, the thing that I most recently added to the LOA Today app is an ebook called Your Daily Dose of Happy, Real Success Stories of the Law of Attraction, which includes, by the way, some stories about how people manifested cars into their lives.
1: <laughs> <All right. laughs> and I particularly
0: so recommend, yeah, I particularly recommend the one by Wendy Dillard, who used to be a co-host here on the show. I, She did like three stories, I believe, and I think it's the second one that she did. So if you look through the list of um, story names and author names, look I think it's the second one that tells the story about how she manifested a Jaguar for under $10,000. Did
1: you hear that, Jason? (laughs) (laughs) And that is definitely not a $10,000 car, okay? Not
0: even close. No No way. No way. No way. And she is a doer. But she's also an attractor. She's a superpower attractor, like uh, Monique. She's also a life coach and a very successful life coach. She has attracted an amazing coaching business for herself. Awesome. But not only this is the best part. Not only did she manage to attract a jaguar for herself, she was married at the time. Her husband got jealous, so she managed to uh, attract a jaguar for him too.
1: Woo! <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's the kind of spouse I'm talking about, baby. Absolutely. You know about, me too.
0: <laughs> his and hers <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean take advantage of the fact that there are lots of great inspirational stories in that book in that ebook that's part, provided free as part of the LOA today app um, that enable you to you know, learn how other people did it see what they did see what they went through experience the ups and downs so that's one of the best things about Wendy's story it, I mean it was like it was a roller coaster getting that first Jaguar it was truly a roller coaster. You know, First, she got excited about it. She got really excited. She found something. It didn't quite work. The guy wouldn't do, do the deal she wanted to do. She did this other thing. I mean, it was just like one thing after another, but she got her jagged.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you know, there's a lesson to learn inside of that too, because sometimes my students will come to me, or my clients' students, my clients will come to me <laughs> and they'll be like, well, Monique, um, everything seemed like it was going along, but bam, this happened. And I'm like, okay. Which point? Yeah, and right. Like, Did you hear what I said? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Does that mean you don't want it anymore? Well, no, that's not what that means. I'm just telling you what happened. And I was like, I need you to learn how to ignore your reality. You need to learn to ignore what seems real, right? Not that the obstacle isn't the obstacle itself isn't real, but the thing that you're moving towards is more real <laughs> right mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. the perceived obstacle because sometimes i think we just have to take little detours to get to what it is that we want doesn't mean we're not going to have it it just means that's not the way we're going to get it
0: now he also mentioned that he had manifested some of the stuff that he already had without knowing what he was doing at the time, which we all have experience with. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the things on that list of things that he manifested was his current car. So he knows what it's like to manifest a car.
1: And you know how to manifest a car.
0: <laughs> so all you really need to do is replicate what you did in the past.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like you pointed
0: out, the big the, the only big difference, and he, he said this pretty clearly, the only big difference is that he's finding that it's harder now. And that's a fairly common experience that people have, especially as we get older in life, because the older that we get – the more baggage that we bring along and the more tapes that we get going that don't get slowed down and stopped. And you know, right. you know, that negative chatter gets going in the back of the head and we start to doubt ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does happen over time. That's part of the challenge of growing. I don't want to say old because at 23, you're not old, but <laughs> older, yeah. let's say. We get
1: older, we have more experiences. Yeah. We have more Is experience it, in life. And that's the point.
0: Experience works both ways. I mean, it yeah. can help us uh in in immense ways and it can also give us the baggage and, and we kind of take one with the other. The thing that um if you had heard the show that Monique and I did with Joel Elson last week, Joel spent quite a bit of time, as he usually does, talking about how dealing with adversity becomes a big springboard for us, right? About how it it, it gives us the opportunity to exceed what we had previously thought we could do. Remember the story that he told about Marcus, right? The Young kid he helped out. And Marcus, talk about baggage. I mean, the baggage that kid had at age 11 was astronomical. But all he had to do was explain to him that he had the power, and the kid just ran with it. He just got like total, took total control of his life because he finally had this information, and he Mm -hmm. got excited about the information. He said, okay, I'm... This is me. I'm going to do this.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I I truly believe that that's what um, one of the ascended masters, Jesus, I believe that that's what he meant in the Bible when he said that we must have faith like a child. We must have child oh, yeah. faith because children, they don't question, right? They tell mm-hmm. you, mommy, daddy, I want a bike. And they fully expect you to get that bike. They don't care how, right? Mm -hmm. But they're Mm -hmm. expecting the bike. They don't know that maybe you have to work an extra job or whatever, right? But they never they never not believe that they're not gonna get the bike, right?
0: Absolutely. By the way, I think you also may have hit the nail on the head, we we don't know for sure, because obviously this is something we were kind of conjecturing about. It wasn't directly in Jason's note. But he he did make reference to the fact that he wished for a more stable career, which kind of implies that what he's currently doing is kind of, you know, hit or miss. Like, you know, there's income and there's not income, like a, you know, a sales job or a piecework job or, you know, part time job or something. You know, it's it's that kind of a situation, which is very understandable when it comes to, you know, doubting, because probably the hardest thing to learn, especially young when you're young, is to believe that you're going to get your dream career when you don't have your dream career. Cause you don't have a whole lot of background with having a career. Right. You know, right. it, 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 takes a little while to kind of grasp that you really can have it. So wh- when you were conjecturing that maybe there, there wasn't a whole lot of money involved, that was probably a pretty good conjecture, I would say. Um, yeah. But the fact is it's, it's the same way that you got the unstable job. There's no difference.
1: None whatsoever. Man just puts a difference in the in our minds, right? Right. What's the Abraham
0: crazy. line? It, it, it's just as easy to manifest a castle as a button.
1: Exactly.
0: I mean, but, the only the only thing that, that makes it hard is we don't think the the castle's easy. We think the castle's really really hard. So of course, guess what?
1: Yeah, that's that resistance <laughs> that I was talking about. Absolutely. That's, right. that's why I tell you know I tell my clients. Why manifest the Mazda if you know you really want the Maserati? It's all the same to God. It's a car. He doesn't care. There's no price point. He made it all anyway, right? (laughs) It doesn't really matter. It just depends on what you want. And so I wanted to offer some advice um, that I've told quite a few people. Now, Jason, I'm not sure where you live, but, um, before moving to Florida, for me, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, and I know, um, every county in Georgia had, I don't think they call it this anymore, and don't even ask me what the, what the letters stand for, but it was called the WIA program. And you could, um, you could apply for that through the county. So you can go to your county's website and see if your state even offers it. But what it is, is this WIA program is for people who are either underemployed or unemployed. So meaning you could work part-time or you could work a job that you're not making a whole lot of money at. And if you want to go back to school to get a bachelor's degree, they pay for it. Yes, you heard what I said. So you, you're going to school to get a four year degree. And I'm not talking about a trade school, but if, if that's where you choose to go, you can. Um, but yes, but the only caveat is they have a list of, um, careers that they deem as either essential or in high demand rather stuff like physical therapist or an office assistant. Well, not necessarily office assistant maybe phlebotomy or some medical, you know what I mean, accounting. I had a, a friend of mine, and she had two years left. She had an associate's degree, and she wanted to get her bachelor's in accounting. I told her about the program. She signed up immediately. She was a single mom of two kids working part-time, right? And she went back and got her bachelor's degree for free. So that's the first thing I want to tell you, Jason, either for you or Your fiance, if if that's the situation for you guys, check with your county and see if they have a WIA program and you can just put in WIA, it may come up, right? The second thing is when it comes to your career field, think about what it is that you want to do. I worked in corporate America in insurance for years and last May, I just decided that I don't want to do that anymore. I want to have my own coaching business. I want to teach people how to manifest and use the law of attraction to change their lives. And so I told God I wanted a coaching business. I told him I wanted it and to move to Miami from Atlanta um, by September. It all happened by August the 31st, right? I love that. (laughs) Yeah. But I only think, Walt, that it it took that long because that's how long I told God I wanted it to take. Does that Mm. make sense? Like if I had said earlier, I believe it would have manifested earlier, but that's the time constraint I put on it. So that's what God gave me. But all of that, Jason, to say, you can have whatever it is that you want, as long as you believe. When I told God in May that I wanted to have my own coaching business, I didn't have a coaching name. I had nothing set up on the back. I had nothing, nothing at all. (laughs) No Didn't know how to get, nothing, okay? But within two months, no, not even two months, one month, maybe about six weeks, I got my very first coaching client who found me in a Facebook group where I was just offering value and advice, right? Law of attraction advice. She came to me, that was my very first $2,000 client. (laughs) And I've been coaching ever since. So my point in all of that, Jason, is whatever you say you want, You can have ask God for it. Start moving towards it and watch him do the rest. It's that childlike faith that Walt and I are talking about that helps you to manifest. Don't worry about how God will provide that. I promise you he will. I promise you the steps will start to unfold. The people, the situations, the opportunities, and it's just going to blow your mind. But give God the opportunity to show you what he can do if you work with him.
0: That's pretty cool. By the way, I want to also uh, fill in some of the details. You mentioned WIA. That actually stands for the Workforce Investment Act. It used to formally Thank be you. known. You're welcome. Formerly known as the Job Training Partnership Act. And, uh, yeah, I, I believe that's actually a federally funded program. It's, it's offered in, in a lot of states. They have nice. slightly different names in different states. But yes, thank that, that is well, one that you can take advantage you.
1: of. So people just yeah. don't think here are making stuff up.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. nope. It's genuine. It's the real deal. No yeah. doubt about that. Um, I do recommend that you do something unusual today among people your age. And it's, un- it, it's actually been unusual for most generations. It's particularly unusual for this generation. Um, and that is make your first choice based on love rather than money.
1: Yes. The money will come if you love what you do. I can attest
0: yes. to that. Yeah. Uh, so many people, so many young people especially, are they're either coming out of high school and going for some kind of money or, or they're going on to college, getting a degree and going after the money, and they're, they're deciding what degree they're going to go after based on where the money is. And it is, unless you are doing something that you also happen to be passionate about and love, you're basically setting yourself up for early burnout, that's right. really what happens. And it's, it's not something that happens occasionally. It's something that I can pretty safely say happens all the time. It is yes. consistent. People who do work that they don't love, they either burn out or they have heart attacks and die. I mean, it's that kind of a thing. You know, yeah. you, you, When you're pushing yourself to do stuff that you really don't love just because the money's coming in, boy, you can twist yourself into a really miserable human being. Um, some of the most miserable people on the face of the earth are millionaires. Yeah. Who have lots of money. They really push themselves hard. They, you know, beat themselves to the bone. They put their nose to the grindstone. But they also have lousy relationships and their health is failing and all kinds of stuff goes on that they just kind of let slide because they were focusing all their attention, all their energy on doing stuff that they really didn't like. But boy, they wanted to get that money.
1: Mm -hmm. (sighs) Talk about early burnout. I totally agree, Walt. Do what you love, Jason. And for anybody else out there who's watching the podcast or listening, do the thing that you love. I mean, I'm 50 years old and I'm finally just stepping into entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm doing the thing that I love. And I can't even tell you how I have peace of mind because I don't have to punch a clock at somebody's job that I don't want to do. Oh, it's yeah. That I was getting well paid. It's like you said, Walt, I had a... a Good job, right? Uh Good boss, good coworkers, Uh good benefits, all that good stuff. But I was hating going to work every morning. I didn't want to go. My work wasn't hard or or anything. I just didn't love it and didn't want to do it. So I chose not to do it. So, Jason, yeah, I mean, Jason, you're young. You're only 22, Sweet Cakes. I mean, YouTube is... 23.
0: He's 23, I should mention.
1: (laughs) 23 you're um you're only 23 youtube is filled with young people your age and younger who are doing the thing that they love that people didn't even think five years ago i mean literally you're getting paid to play a video game
0: play video games yeah that's the one that knocks me out
1: right (laughs) no it even knocked me out even more when my ex-boyfriend told me he was one of the guys who was contributing he's sending (laughs) me money I love it.
0: <laughs> I love it. That is great, yeah, well, it just goes to show. I mean, it can come from anywhere at any time. um A couple of things that I wanted to point to uh since you have already manifested stuff before, lean on that and we kind of touched on the car, we've been touching on the career too. you mentioned that you manifested your fiance. remember that one that's a big deal I, I like that it. is a big deal you know oh, yeah. you manifest. You manifested the apartment, so now you know how to manifest a place to live. doesn't matter that it's an apartment or even a small, modest apartment, as you described it. A button and a castle are the same thing from the law of attraction point of view. Yeah. The only difference is in your head. That's it. Yeah. So what you, what you need to do is work on what's going on inside your head. And toward that end, I'm going to throw my usual pitch in lately about building self-love and social connectedness. Because I really strongly believe no matter what we do in life, if we have those two things lined up, everything falls into place. You don't even have to know how the law of attraction works. You get those two things lined up, everything falls into place. So anything that you currently do to build up your self-love, everybody has it. Everybody already is loving themselves, but we could all stand to increase it. And if you want to know, is there like a measurement to indicate how much, you know, how, how close are you or do you really need to build it up? It's really simple. Do you have everything you want in your life? If you don't, you need to build it up. That's pretty simple. <laughs> it <laughs> doesn't get much more simple than that. <laughs> right, that
1: is pretty simple. And in terms of
0: social connectedness, the reason I bring that one in is, thank goodness for positive psychology, which is a, it's basically a movement within the psychology circles that's been around since like the mid-90s. It's relatively a new discipline. But they are the ones who discovered through their um, their studies that social connectedness, is 70% determinant of anyone's success or failure level in life, no matter what you're talking about in life, career, life, um, money, uh, relationship, health, you know, you name it, hobbies, anything that you do that you want to do well or enjoy to the max or be successful at or whatever, if you have enough deep, broad social connection, that is 70% indicative. I mean, if you have that kind of a network, they know that's is that seventy percent of the time. If they predict that you're going to be successful, they're going to be right about it just on that one factor alone. Yeah. So you combine that with self love and building that self love. First of all, that alone is just going to put you near one hundred percent. Second of all, it's going to give you the confidence because that's what not what he was talking about. He says it's just harder now. Yeah. That's 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 self confidence. That's basically. Or or if you don't want to think of it as self-confidence, it's confidence in the law of attraction. Maybe that's another way to look at the same thing. Yeah. But it's confidence, and it's confidence within yourself. And that all comes from self-love. The more that we build that up, the more confident we get about being able to attract anything into our lives. And it becomes really obvious to us over time that the law of attraction really doesn't care what it is you're attracting. It's just dependent on you in terms of your ability to believe. Right. And remember what Abraham teaches us, too, about a belief. Belief is a thought that you think over and over again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? So as long as that's the case, all you've got to do is think it all over and all over and all over and over all over again, over and over and over. And then, by the way, you know, feel it, imagine it. Now, as Neville Goddard says, assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled. What's it like at yeah. the end state when you yeah. actually have that car or you actually have that job that you really want or you yeah. have that house that you want or whatever it is? What does it feel like? what's it like to get the keys to that house that you're walking into? I mean, I actually went so far as to make a video for myself because Louise and I have been wanting to get a house. And I made a video of myself, um, well, not not of myself, but of a house that represented many of the things that we want in a house. It was video I actually found online. And I pieced it together using some video video software, uh, including some other stuff that I also wanted to include. I call it my video vision board. And I I play that for myself every day. And when I first started playing it, it was like with anything else that's an affirmation or whatever. Like, yeah, okay, sure. And I really didn't believe it. Yeah, I believe definitely. it now. Just by playing that video every single day. Actually, I didn't play it today. I'm feeling the lack of it. But, um, you know, normally I play it every single day. And and just by playing that, I mean, I know that house now. Like, that house is mine. It's mine in my heart. It's mine It's mine in my head. I I, I can feel it. Right. In fact, I'm a little bit worried, to be perfectly honest, because it isn't quite painted the way we want it to be painting the house. I haven't found a video that actually shows that, so we may have to do a little painting once we get the thing. But it's coming. I know it's it's on its way. And by the way, it's all new. Everything in the house is new. It's, it's, oh, I it's love a, it. Well, it's a contractor's house, you know. So they're basically it's a model home. Oh. So so okay. everything in it was brand spanking new. It, yeah. it was just you know, really really cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's all about the belief, and you build the belief over time, right? that's the whole trick. um something else he said too what was the other thing that was oh well he was watching the secret that oh i know what that is that was going to remind me of a story that mike dooley do you, do you follow mike Dooley? do you know mike Dooley at all
1: no no i do not he's the
0: guy he's the guy who in the secret and the secret is what made me think of it he's the guy in the secret who says thoughts become things that was his one big contribution in the movie um and he's a really interesting guy. He's got a great sense of humor. He has a, an email list called Notes from the Universe that uh, sends out an email once a day. Tell he, that. Yeah. He's got like over half a million people on that list. So he's got a really extensive list. And very cool, all the little things that he thinks of to put in, as if um, the universe was, was giving you you know, pep talks and so forth to, to keep you going. But one of the things he talks about is the challenge, if you will, of just going back and watching The Secret. And the way he does it is, is he, he expresses it like this, and this is going back to what you talked about kind of at the top here. He says, okay, so you get into your car because you're going to drive cross-country, right? Or not even going to drive cross-country. You're just going to drive to some place, some some destination that you know um, is very likely going to produce, going to manifest something for you that you're, that you're really wanting, okay? So you, you get into the car, and the car is on, and you can hear the car running and you got your vision boards in the back seat and you got the copy of the secret on the right-hand passenger seat and your seatbelts fastened and nothing happens because you didn't put the car in gear Mm. watching copies of the secret over and over again doesn't do it unless you put the car in gear you gotta put the car in gear so what's keeping you from putting the car in gear I mean, you know how to put a car in gear. This is not a difficult thing.
1: (laughs) Done before,
0: but that's taking the steps, right? That's the steps you were talking about. Those Mm -hmm. steps. It's amazing what happens when we take the steps. I mean, I've told people how I'm currently trying to get a career going as a speaker, and um, I've got a lot of my ducks in a row, as they say. Um, One thing I've been kind of running into a problem with is um, getting that very first breakthrough speaking assignment. And so I've been, I've been doing a number of things, taking the steps and I ended up, uh, through that, ending up with a, a meeting with a coach today, a guy who is a speaker who has written a book on it and he offers coaching and so forth. So I figured, okay, I'll talk to this guy and I'm talking to him and he gave me a, a really straightforward tip, basically said, you know, just offer some free talks and use that as a way to get in the door. And I thought, oh, well, that's a good idea. Yeah, why not? Let's do that. Well, it's not like I hadn't heard that idea before. I had. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, a few other people had suggested it for some reason, I believed it better this time,, <laughs> and I think it's because he does both the coaching and the speaking for a living.
1: Mm-hmm. you
0: know it's like he different. was more of an authority, yeah, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. so I just believed it more and so this time last last time I heard it, I said, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. This time I was like, yeah,
1: well yeah I should, do, I should that. do that right, yeah
0: different feeling entirely. Why? How did I get to that point? I took some steps. If I hadn't taken those steps, I never would have gotten that meeting with him.
1: Right. I like that. Right? Mm -hmm. That's
0: what the point of the steps is. Right. It's like Mike Dooley, again, likes to say, he says, you can't take the steps big enough by yourself to get to the destination. Your brain doesn't have the ability to do that. Right. But it doesn't have to. All you got to do is take the smallest steps. And the universe takes care of the rest of it. It's not your job to get you all the rest of the way. Your job is just to show this is where I'm going. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. The wedding cake topper, exactly. That's
0: right. The wedding cake topper. That's exactly right. what that is. Yeah. So. It's a
1: step. God doesn't see it as big or small. He just sees it as a step.
0: That's right. Yeah. And we do too. I think that's the other big piece of it. When we're taking steps and we're doing it From the highest level of confidence, self-confidence that we can build up in ourselves, that's the self-love component, Mm -hmm. and we're doing it in connection with people we know who care about us, who are there to support us. Um, That's a big deal because inevitably things go wrong at various times. And it becomes a question of how are we going to handle that? Well, it's like the story you told about your client. Your client says, well, you know, I don't remember what she said exactly, but you know, it's just not happening. And you said, yeah, so (laughs) what's your point? (laughs) But the fact is when you're feeling good about yourself, when you're feeling good about where it is you're going, you don't really care about that. It's not that important. It's not important at all.
1: No, it's not.
0: And the reason it's not important is, When you feel good, you feel good. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole thing. You know, so taking steps, that's about feeling good about it. And when you're feeling good about it, things happen.
1: That is what moves it forward. It's just like Neville says, feeling is the secret. I believe Mm -hmm. that we connect with God's source energy through feeling, through our vibrations, right? Oh,
0: I did an interesting test on Facebook. I got to tell you about this. I did okay. this last week. I I wanted to. I, I had um, a motive of of kind of reestablishing some rapport with a, a wider audience in some of the Facebook Law of Attraction groups.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I said, "Well, what can I do along that line?" So I I just posted a really really basic question, one that I knew that people were going to respond to. I said, "What's your favorite affirmation?" You know, of course, I got you know tons of of Right, um, which was great. You know, and that was good. That was good. And then I did a follow-up question. My follow-up question is, when you do mirror work, what's your favorite thing to say to yourself in the mirror? Mm. And Monique, I got about, oh, maybe 5% of the answers that I got with the first question. Oh. Wow. And it kind of caught me by surprise. Now, I hadn't actually planned this as a test, as a a study, But Mm -hmm. I realized I had an informal study going, and I didn't know it, and that the study was giving me a result. And the result was telling me people know the value of affirmations. They don't really grasp the value of doing affirmations into a mirror.
1: The mirror technique.
0: Yeah. And actually, that's what makes them much more powerful. It also kind of reinforced something else for me, and that is there are probably a lot of people who do affirmations without the feeling component.
1: Oh, I'm so sure. And that's why they feel like affirmations don't work.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I use that as an opportunity to point out, you got to combine the two together. And I got some really nice comments about that one. But yeah, interesting though. I mean, I, I don't know about you. When I think about, you know, doing a mirror exercise, after I say, I, I love me, which is, you know, it takes three words and I have to do the next thing to say, it's invariably something online of an affirmation. Mm-hmm. right it's like I, 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 everything's working out for me I'm so glad that I did what I did earlier today I mean it's just you know, one thing after another that just reinforces positively how I feel about myself that's what a mirror exercise is and yet somehow people don't seem to have drawn the association I don't know why maybe they're afraid of the mirror <laughs> no I'm serious I'm serious because I know what it's like I remember what it was like the first time that I did a mirror exercise it doesn't feel comfortable right I mean, let's be perfectly honest. It does not feel comfortable at all. I've told this one before, but my favorite way of expressing it is, "Okay, day one of doing my mirror exercise. Oh God, I love you. Oh God, I can't do this. That was that was my day one. You know, that's the way I think most people feel about
1: it. Yeah. So yeah. that may
0: have been it. I'm not 100% sure, but that may be why they haven't drawn the association. But even if you're not feeling like you're willing to do them, you would think that you would recognize that the thing you're saying into the mirror is an affirmation, wouldn't you?
1: It is. But, you know, well, it's a lot easier to say affirmations when you think that you're just putting it out there to the universe. think that you're just putting it out there to the atmosphere, right? But when you're looking yourself face-to-face in the mirror, you know what that comes back to? Self-love. If it's difficult for you to do that, then what does that really say about how you feel about yourself? And people don't want to admit that, but that's exactly what it is. Because if you truly loved yourself or you you felt love for yourself, you really truly appreciated yourself, it's nothing to look in the mirror and say, Monique, I love you. You are awesome. You are indeed America's favorite manifestation and mindset coach. I love it. You know what I mean? I love it. Feel that. You really believe that about yourself. So you looking in the mirror and telling yourself you love you would be no different from you looking at your wife or my husband or whoever, my daughter saying, I love you. And really Mm -hmm. meaning that because that's what you truly feel. So I think that when it's difficult to do that mirroring technique, and I have all of my clients to do it no matter what, right? You
0: do. Okay.
1: Oh, heck yeah. Because it's so important when you're manifesting, because if you don't love yourself, I find that they typically don't feel worthy of right. things, especially big things that you're trying to manifest like a Jaguar Well, maybe yeah, right. <laughs> a Mazda, not a Jaguar. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because
1: who am I to want a Maserati or who mm. am I to drive a Jaguar? I'm just little old me. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good point. You're right. That I think that is what holds us back oh, from yeah. setting the, the strong goals. Um, as Jason pointed out when we were addressing Jason's problems and questions there, he easily manifested without knowing what he was doing. He manifested a car and a small modest apartment and a fiance, you know? So clearly those were within what Dan Mangana, our friend Dan Mangana calls, they were within his edge, his edge of believability, mm-hmm. but the stable career. And what was the other thing? Oh, the, um uh, the small wedding. Yeah. And I think there was like a, can't remember what the third thing was but those are the things that for jason are outside his edge right now right and I, I love what dan teaches about that too the way you expand your edge is in micro shifts definitely one one little thing at a time one little increment at a time you don't try to take the you know the, do, do the whole gulf in one large step right you just don't do that you do one little step and then another little it's step and top. another little step
1: yep Let's start out with something small that you do feel comfortable with, but it it moves you towards your manifestation goal.
0: And you're you're trying to manifest little things along the way to reinforce for yourself. Yeah, things really do show up.
1: And that's or he really does it with how money. Happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you Start to think. Oh, it it just felt so natural.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because yeah.
1: It's small, you know, small little increments to get you to the to the larger thing that you're manifesting.
0: The the natural part is is another part i think we kind of overlook because i think we human beings especially when we get exposed to the concept of the law of attraction early on we kind of think of it as well what's the big magic act right what's 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 the dramatic one yeah what's right. the big splash right, right. Yeah. yeah and we forget that all that boring stuff is manifestation too
1: yeah it, it is. all
0: counts now, just because there wasn't a a, a you know a poof of an elephant appearing where there was no elephant standing before,
1: doesn't mean right. that's the
0: only kind of manifestation.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. no. So we have isn't.
0: to kind of remember they're all manifestations. Everything that that came into our lives were manifestations. And as long as that's the case, then this is where I think it's really valuable from a micro shifting point of view to remember how did I get them. That's how Dan establishes the edge, right? He he has you attract you know, five dollars into your life. You attract that five dollars. Okay, I got five dollars. Okay, it came out of uh, an unexpected way. I didn't I didn't expect that was coming. So right. I'll go for six. So I try to attract six dollars or more, and then ten dollars or more, and then fifteen dollars or more, and thirty dollars or more, and forty dollars or more. And each step of the way, we get a little bit more belief. Oh, I did it again. I did it again. I manifested right. it again. It happened again. And you keep going with that. I'm, I've been doing his, uh, literally the way he describes it in his, uh, in his ebook, the money game, which by the way, is also in the LOA today app for free, just saying, Woo-hoo! but I've been doing that one. I, I got through um, the first of the three phases uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I, so I'm up to $300 right now. And
1: right!
0: I, th- that's my current edge. And, and, I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek because I previously went through kind of a similar thing and and managed to manifest just over $30,000. So I think it's actually a little bit larger than $300. But I'm going with a $300 edge right now. (laughs) Yeah, that was totally unexpected. That one just blew me away. But um, I've told that story in the past. So maybe I'll tell it again sometime. But uh, yeah, even when... I mean, I have that, that experience, but going through the... Act and, and the practice of doing these little micro manifestations. Mm-hmm. The three hundred dollar one is a good one for me to be at right now, because it's been a while since I did the thirty thousand one. You know, so I need to kind of reestablish what the end calls the edge. I need to get that edge going right now, not something that happened, you know, two years ago. Something that happened that's happening right now. That, that this is my current edge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That I'm just going to keep building. I've got, um, let's see, how many more steps have I have got? I've got five more steps in this round in this phase, and then another five steps in the final stage. And uh, from what Daniel tells me, he says, when people get to that final stage, they they often drop out because they say, I've got enough. I don't need any more.
1: I'm not going to drop out.
0: You're not going to drop out. Okay. Have you been doing the money game?
1: No, but now that you told me it's inside the app for free, I will be starting it tonight.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there's some good stuff in there. Maybe I should itemize some of the things that are in that app. I, I mentioned the collection of, there are 55 manifestation stories in that one ebook, The Real Success Stories and Law of Attraction.
1: I'm excited um, to read it. I love yeah. reading other people's manifestation stories. There's a channel on YouTube that I often send people to just mm-hmm. for that reason. Oh, okay. Just, okay. The channel is just nothing but manifestation stories.
0: Well, you can send them to the app too, because they can get more stories that way too. There's also yeah. Dan's ebook. There's also another ebook by Cindy Chavez. Hers is called "The Lovely Magician's Guide to Soulmate Success," and I never remember what the subtitle is, but basically, oh, no. how how to get that, that great relationship you're looking for.
1: Oh, so is it for manifesting your love relationship or a love relationship?
0: It is. It is indeed. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cause I think I'm, I think I'm ready this year, Walt.
0: Ah, okay. okay. All right.
1: I, it's been a long time coming. I never really wanted to get married, to be honest with you. I never saw myself married. I always just saw myself as this super rich diva just jet setting around the world. <laughs> and I, love together, right? <laughs> I love it. Right? I love it. I've gotten. I won't even say as I've gotten older, I'll say it that now that I have my own business and I kind of have some flexibility and freedom, mm-hmm. I kind of want somebody to share it with, you know? Yeah, sure. So I'm yeah. thinking this year, I think I'm ready.
0: All right. Good stuff. Well, yeah. that's so a good use for the book. Too. Now we also have two other things that we have lots of goodies in this, in this app. I got to tell you, Ooh. we have, we have two more goodies in there. One of them is an audio course, again by our friend Daniel Mangana, which is a takeoff on his book. Now, he had his his big book was uh, "Stepping Beyond Intention." Uh-huh. This audio course is sort of a condensed version called "Beyond Intention," and it's done as an audio book rather than as um, a, as written text. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a nice it's a nice quick flip through what he teaches in much greater detail in the book. So it's kind of a nice way to get uh, sort of a the cliff notes version, I guess is okay. the way to describe it. Yeah. It. And then there's also a video course by Linda Armstrong, who has since left the show in the last couple of weeks, but uh, she was on for a couple of years and she did a, a course called high vibe living. Mm. And it's all a series of YouTube videos on, on the subject of how to get to and maintain that high vibration level, which Ooh. of course we all know is really, really important for band testing stuff. Right.
1: Yes.
0: An interesting thing too, isn't it? We've talked about self-love. Well, when you're self-loving enough, you're in the high vibe. When you're in the high vibe space, you're self-loving. So, if you want a way to build that self-love, high vibe living—that's a good way to go about doing it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's and that's just what we have in there so far. There's there's going to be more to come. I can't tell you what it is because I don't know yet. But I, <laughs> I mean, I I don't pre-plan all this stuff. I just take the steps, and the stuff shows up.
1: Right. Which is what manifestation is.
0: I mean, the only thing of that collection of five things that I listed that I put in with intention was the last one, because that's the one that I edited. Right. The other four, they were donations, and they just kind of appeared like, oh, okay, sure, yeah, you want to include that? That's
1: fine. <laughs> Very nice. From some yeah. great contributors, I might
0: add. Oh, fabulous. Fabulous contributors. By the way, also the manifestation stories, I would say – Probably about ninety percent of those stories are by life coaches.
1: Ooh, that's going to be mm-hmm. my my read tonight before I go to bed.
0: Yeah, this is this this is not low end stuff. <laughs> this is high end stuff. This is love high it. test. <laughs> love, it. love it. Yeah, so good stuff. All right. Well, I think we've done. We we, we went far beyond what Jason asked for. I think. But, you know, hopefully it's been hopefully helpful. Hopefully it
1: was helpful, Jason.
0: I think it was helpful to other people, too. I mean, we, we yeah. touched on some good points. There.
1: And you guys, too, yes.
0: One thing I do want to um, come back to you about, though, because you were really emphasizing, and I, and I was just kind of um, doubling down on it here, you were emphasizing taking the steps. And that can seem um, can seem pointless when you're not used to doing that, if you know what I mean. Like, well, you know, I don't know how to buy a Jaguar when I don't have the money. What's the point of taking a step? Yeah, okay, I can see where it kind of gets me excited, but really, I mean, they're just little steps. It's not good. I, it, it's like my, what Mike Dooley said when he was trying to get his business going. He used to have a, a pretty successful T-shirt business. He and his mom and his brother, I believe, had this business, and their website was um, tut dot com. That's still the web domain, but he switched it over to what he does now. And I think it was. I forget what the TU part was, but the last "t" was T-shirt. So anyway, they were selling these T-shirts and and they were doing okay. They did very well actually for a while. And then I don't remember why, but for whatever reason, it just started to go downhill. So they ended up selling out and getting out. Mm -hmm. And then he was kind of stuck with, well, what am I going to do next? And he had an accounting background. He had had, uh, gone to school for accounting and he had actually previously been an accountant. He really didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, he tells a story about how he had three different options. And and I won't use the word that he used because I try to avoid swearing on the program. So I'll I'll kind of um change it around. There was there was the crappy option, there was the crappier option, and there was the crappy yes
1: option. <laughs> I, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and you know, so he didn't know which one it took. He he ended up taking the crappy option because that was the least crappy of yeah, yeah, the three, right? You no. Know? And He didn't see any point in taking the steps toward where he really wanted to go, because what he really wanted to go, well, he didn't really know where he wanted to go. What he knew was, he knew what the result was that he wanted. There were, like, I think three results that he wanted. One was he wanted to travel the world. Okay. Two, he wanted to have a big influence on a bunch of people's lives. Love it. And what was the third one? The third one, I guess was just making a lot of money. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something along that line. And he had no idea how he was going to do that. Right. And then he got this idea to, you know, put out emails to what was left of his company's email list, you know, Mm because he still had some customers left from the t-shirt business. He was going to send them these emails, free emails as if um, he was writing from the universe. And so he would just write these things and send them out every day. And, That was like the smallest possible step he could take. And he he didn't see how that could lead to anything.
1: Right.
0: How could that, I mean, he had like, you know, 30 people on his list. (laughs) You can't do anything with that. And yet he believed that it could somehow lead to something. He didn't know how to, he he didn't know how to fathom it. His brain was too small to figure out how to get to where he was hoping to get to. He just kind of trusted that it was going to work. And the list started to grow and it started to grow. More and more people started signing up for it. And after a time, he was up to like 20,000 people on his list and then 50,000 and then Mm -hmm. 100,000, 150,000. 200,000, mm-hmm. 300,000, 400,000. And of course, all along the way here, all kinds of cool stuff is happening because he's being asked to speak all over the world and he's writing books and people are selling it out. And he's, you know, he still did an occasional t-shirt and he had courses he was putting on, and people were buying out his courses all from putting out the stupid little email that he didn't know how could possibly lead in. Now, here's an example of how small steps lead to big results.
1: Yes, and I'm a firm believer that when we have little small ideas like that, I'm a firm believer that God implants those ideas because He knows what it's going to turn into. Even though Michael didn't know what was going to happen in his mind, this is just a little email idea to 30 people on my list, right? This is right there. But He did it, right? That to me, is what I like to call inspired action, even if you don't mm. really think of it that way. He got the inspiration from somewhere, which I believe is God, right? Mm-hmm. And he took action on the thing he felt inspired to do. Right. And look where it led him because God knew that this was going to be the road that's going to get you all the, all the intentions that you put out there to me. Like, like we're saying, It's not about you figuring it out because that's literally not our job. It's about taking inspired action and just taking those small steps to move towards the thing that you want.
0: By the way, um, there was one major turning point where the whole thing really kicked into gear for him. And that's where he was contacted by this producer who lived in Australia, who was contacting him about a film that she was going to make. It was going to be called The Secret. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what kicked the whole thing into top gear. All of a sudden, this little email list got him into this movie called The Secret.
1: <laughs> Who knew, right? But Rhonda Byrne, she's she's an amazing, and then I know we got to go, but she's an amazing example of that mm-hmm. inspired action, right? She had this idea from from the book, from The Secret, right? That had been shared with her and just thinking, Everybody should know about this. Why is mm. the a secret? Why don't everybody know this, right? And I know, you know, I've heard her story um told by Bob Proctor, you know, that she just had the guts to to meet with him and ask him, right? I mean, he's world renowned for law of attraction. She had right. no fear. No yeah. fear. Right? But the secret started what with, with what? Inspired action. She had an inspiration that God had given her an idea and she took the steps and look how God just brought everybody perfectly together for this information to be disseminated across the world.
0: Well, I'm glad that I was inspired to bring you onto the show today to talk with Louie, which didn't work out, but it turned into a wonderful show did, about how to take inspired action and the value of these little tiny steps and believing and building self-love Right. Yeah, this is really good. Now we actually have to have you back next week when you can actually talk with Louie and Amy the way <laughs> we originally intended, you know. But
1: Yeah, so I'll be here Wednesday and then again next Monday.
0: Okay. All right. Well that's a date then. That's good. And and we'll find out what happened with Louie. I don't know what happened with him, but we'll find out what happened. Tune in next week, that's how you find out what happened.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, Louie, if you're watching, I hope that everything is well. We missed yes. you today.
0: Absolutely, we do miss you, and Amy, we missed you too. I mean, hopefully yeah. that meeting with the with the publishers went well. Went to a book congratulations deal.
1: in advance, Amy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe she'll come back and say she got the book deal. Wouldn't that be cool?
1: Yeah.
0: So, thank you very much, Monique. Thank you very it's much, and awesome. for sitting at the last second, and especially thank you to our podcast listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA today. Goodbye, everybody. Right.
1: Have a great week.